So my dad passed away in 2015. We weren't talking and it took a month for his family to track me down. Before I ever knew he was gone, I started hearing from him in heaven. It consumed me. How is communication with the other side even possible? I left my corporate gig, studied with spiritual teachers on every coast, and worked with my angels to figure out the answers. Today, my mission is teaching you how to raise your vibration, shift your thoughts, trust your intuition, develop your unique spiritual gifts, and connect with your loved ones and angels on the other side. Friends, when you have these tools, life really does become heaven on earth. Hello, beautiful souls. It's Julie. Welcome back to the Angels and Awakening podcast. I am so excited to get to spend this time with you here. Just wanted to let you know a few things. One is the episode that we're diving into. It's a session that I did with a woman named Mercedes. And what I wanted you to know is that the session was recorded last fall. If you have been listening to the podcast, you know that we kind of like redid a room and knocked down some walls. What I didn't realize when this was taped is that there's just a little faint echo, right? And I stopped recording in that part of my house because with the walls knocked down it has a bit of an echo now so I apologize for the faint little echo that you're going to hear today wanted you to know that there really aren't a lot of episodes like that that we'll share the other thing that I wanted to let you all know is that the reason that we kind of got ahead of the curve with some of these episodes and really we have them all stocked and ready for you to listen to right Uh, to a week all the way through I believe like the beginning of August. We ended up doing that and kind of getting ahead of the curve last November, last December because that's when COVID was really the numbers were getting really high and I really felt like everything was going to be okay but the way that I operate with my spirit team is to you know prepare for the worst hope for the best so we prepared for you to be able to keep this podcast going you know god forbid if anything had happened i didn't really want to talk about that before because i didn't want to just like put that out into the universe knock on wood you know and thank the angels everything has been so well for us over here but i wanted you to hear from me that we didn't plan on keeping that system going of being that far ahead of the curve we just really recorded a lot so that if anything were to have happened you know we didn't let you down right I didn't want to let you down and there not be a podcast and episodes for you to listen to so thank you thank you thank you thank you for your understanding on that okay one more thing before we dive into Mercedes episode is this and I am I am so, so like giddy and excited and happy about this. I can't talk about all of it, okay? But there are some really, really big things in the works. And I was praying this morning and uh, Spirit came in and said, just do it. Just go on the podcast. We've been telling you to put this out there. Just do it. So I'm like, okay. 
All right, so here it is. I know that there are a lot of artists out there who listen to the show. And what I'm looking for is to kind of have an art contest for you to create a picture of angels, whatever comes to you. I am a person who loves color pinks, purples, uh, I think you call it teal. You can kind of see yellows. You can kind of see my colors on my Instagram page in my highlights. But if you'd like the colors, the fonts, just email into the office. We'll get you that. I'd love for somebody or for multiple people to put together what you see the angels looking like and we would never use anything without your permission but we're looking to use these on a much much larger scale and I would love to see what you come up with yay friends I love you so much so just to reiterate we are looking for artists to send pictures of angels or maybe it's a picture with lots of angels right like your spirit team coming through from the other side and and what that would look like okay and it, it's up to your creative vision right like I am ADHD I don't look over anybody's shoulder or kind of dictate any of that whatever your vision is that comes to you and you're like Julie this speaks to me I know exactly what the angels are looking for send it on over we want to put it to use and really get it out there to a lot of people all right friends I love you so much sorry the beginning of this episode got a little bit chopped off but here I am talking to Mercedes during her session love you hi how are you good how are you good what is it that you do for work I'm in grad school and I have like a GA position, so I get free tuition, but I have to work for it. And I'm a server. <laughs> That's amazing. What are you going back to school for? Uh, clinical mental health counseling. That's awesome. I'm in the master's program, yeah. So two awesome. years of it and I'm done. <laughs> How amazing. Are yeah. you in year one? Yes, this is my first semester. So it's, it's crazy, but I'm glad I went right after undergrad. So it's not like, you know, I'm totally taken away from school and then re-immersed in it, so. So it's interesting because Archangel Raphael's energy is with you a lot, but so is Archangel Michael's. And I've talked to a lot of people like who are doctors and nurses who are like the frontline people at the hospital when somebody comes in like with suicidal thoughts, you know, just different things. And what they're all saying is that there's this big convergence happening, but like a lot of doctors don't want to talk about it, right? And therapists not are all open to it, where spirituality is coming together with modern medicine in a way, and it's so needed. Archangel Michael really works with your emotional state of being. His energy is just so massive, and he comes in with this sense of safety and security. Archangel Raphael works more with the physical body and really helping us within that. But are you thinking about working with people who kind of have like some complex like mental health cases? Yeah, it's so crazy you say that because I want to work with like severe mental illness and even like how you said kind of merging the holistic spirituality aspect and 
the more like, I don't know, mental health in general, kind of my dream is to have all of that and have like yoga and meditation and like all kinds of different things on top of therapy. Yes. Perfect. Okay. So know that your entire spirit team is coming in talking about this. Who's the younger male who passed before his time that's on the other side? That's Cody. Okay. What I do is I kind of draw this circle within my mind and whoever steps in is part of your spirit team. So I want to just kind of establish who's there. Cody is right next to another young male who passed before his time as well. And that other male, whereas Cody is inside your circle, that other male is like a little bit outside of your circle. So he's a friend who checks in from time to time, but Cody's a main part of your team. Do you understand yep. that? Yep, that's Charlie. Okay, so were you closer to Cody than Charlie? Yes. Okay, so know that they both know you on the other side. They're just working with you in different ways, and we're going to talk about that. So both of them are there. Who's the grandmotherly energy on the other side as well? That's my grandma, Vernon. She is my dad's mom. Okay, but you knew her while she was here, correct? Because yeah. she talks about you being little and being close to you while you were young. So she wants to kind of come in on this. Is her husband also on the other side because she takes his hand and she kind of like steps him forward? That's insane that you said that. My So they weren't together. My step-grandpa is still alive, but my grandpa just died on the 7th. Okay. So see how we had like different, like <laughs> spirit does this for anybody like watching or listening. We had like some scheduling difficulties, Mercedes and I, and they said, that's why. Okay. Because yeah. wow. to chat about him as well. I hear you too. When you say that they weren't together when she passed but he makes me feel, because this was her husband who she was with when she had your father, correct? Yes. They're still close on the other side. Yeah. my So my grandpa wasn't really in my dad's life much growing up, and they really didn't meet until he was like 18-ish and actually have a conversation and like get to know each other. But really within the last like year of his life, my dad and him really got to know each other and I got to know him a lot better too. Yeah. He takes responsibility for him being absent in those earlier years for your father. Your grandma steps forward and says like, look, we just had some issues. I feel like he was drinking a lot yeah. and she, cause he keeps showing me the bottle and she keeps saying like, I didn't want him around that. Yeah, exactly. Yep. So know that he took responsibility for that, but he's proud of himself because I feel like he worked through so much of that in this lifetime. And he mm -hmm. was glad that he did because he got to rebuild and repair those relationships. So we're going to go deeper into all of this. I just want to kind of get a clear picture of everybody who's there for a moment. You also have the dog on the other side. Was this a dog who passed like between seven to five years ago? Could be Gracie. She okay. was my little Yorkie. Okay. Because she's very loyal to you from the other side. Sometimes <laughs> you see like a, an animal come through and they're always at a person's feet. Yes. That was my baby. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, perfect. They are all coming together along with your angels because they said there's so much that you need to know. I feel like there's a lot that we need to talk about, but Cody keeps taking his passing and tying it also to your career and the work that you're going to do in this lifetime. Do you understand that? Yeah. I want to talk about his passing. How did Cody pass? From suicide, from hanging. Okay. Were you guys together though? Like romantically? Yes, but we had just been like fighting a lot. Okay. He's got so much to say. He wants you to know that his passing wasn't your fault. Cody keeps like showing me he's opening his life plan and he, he, and he keeps saying, you know, in the years prior to his passing, a long time before his passing, he felt this way. And he keeps showing me that mentally, you know, that this was not your fault, that you had nothing to do with this. But emotionally, I feel like you're storing a lot subconsciously within your heart chakra of just holding on to was there something that I could have done if I would have gotten him help in a different way because he said you guys went to talk to people we kind of like not professionally or anything but there at school there was like little things that you could participate in where you kind of like it was a relationship thing and it was supposed to be just like fun and extra credit but it kind of like actually made us talk about things and it was interesting for like other people from an outside perspective to like hear those things but yeah I never felt like it was my fault because I knew that that was always something like I never would have wanted that for him and I know that he knows that but I also wish like there were just so many things that we were keeping like that he was going through that we were keeping to ourselves or that he didn't want to tell people so I would just try to help him and it was basically just us as 19 and 20 year olds trying to navigate all these things that like were really too big for us to do. Yeah. He keeps talking about too. He keeps showing me like LGBTQ plus. He keeps showing me like the flag. What does that mean? I think I opened him up just like, cause he was like in a frat and stuff before. And then like, I just have a lot of gay friends and like, I think I really, opened him up to that and like he was just so accepting and I really like that's one of the main things I loved about him is that I feel like it's so hard to like show people that and especially in relationships or like just toxic masculinity you really never know what you're gonna get but that was like really special to me that he loved all my friends and like loved hanging out with them and talking to them and just like accepted them all for who they were yeah I feel like there's a lot of people that you're still close to that you were close to before. And he sent a lot of people to help you with his passing and through that process of, of just moving forward. He is one of your biggest cheerleaders on the other side. I feel like the moment that you connected with him, you had this sense of knowing him for a lot longer than you guys knew each other. He said, please tell her that that's us having known each other in past lives. And, but you know that already, right? Yeah. 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 He also wants you to know 
Now, does he, because he keeps talking about his family, do you keep in contact with his mom? Yeah, I do. Okay. And does he have the brother? Yeah, that's Hayden. Okay. So he really comes in thanking you and just so much gratitude energy coming your way because he says you really helped his mom and his brother through his passing. Okay. Yeah. Talk to me more about that. He wants to go deeper into that. I, like, whenever he died, there was just, like, a lot of blame, I think, from both ways. And us having to work through it and me have to understand that, like, her way of coping isn't mine and her way of healing isn't mine. And so once I got past that and was able to let her heal at her own pace, I think our relationship improved a lot. And I mean, really, no matter what, I just wanted to be there for her and give her the information she needed because there's really not anything in me that like asks why it happened. I kind of know all the things that he was going through, but she doesn't want to know as much. Okay. Yeah. But you guys still talk. Yeah. Yeah, we talk a lot. It's the wildest thing. It's almost like a regular mother-daughter relationship where, yeah, yeah, like. Every day. Oh my gosh, there's like this push-pull. Yeah, exactly. He keeps saying, don't give up on her. As she opens, he said there's things that she doesn't want to see or she hasn't wanted to see within her own partnership her own marriage because her opening up and her looking at things a different way means that she would have to question things within her own life that she doesn't totally want to do yet because it would mean that she'd need to make changes. And he said, it's okay for her to go at her own pace. Yeah. That's what I've processed about her too. And we don't have to go into that. He, he does make me feel like now, was his brother, like, look a lot like him or act a lot like him? Because I, I feel like every time you see him, you, like, catch glimpses of Cody within him. And he's like, that's me. I'm coming yeah. through. Yeah, everybody says that. And even, like, especially, like, at his funeral, that happened a lot. And even people would, like, say, which I never had, like, really seen it before. But even, like, it was, like, right at his funeral. And, like, ever since then, it's like, wow. And, you, like... It's definitely something I see. Is it just like his mannerisms? What is it? Yeah, sometimes. And then like sometimes his looks, because they're very different. Like Cody's very social and Hayden's more shy and reserved. So they defer in their personalities a lot, but it's just kind of like the looks they give and like the energy they kind of give off is the same. Yeah, that'll always happen. And it's just like one of the signs that he brings through from the other side. But I feel like he's right there for you with signs and like big validation all the time. You had a couple instances, he's saying, when he passed that you were like, I know, like, I know, like, I know this was him. Yeah. There were just times where I would find, for example, I know a big one for me was like a little white feather. And it was just like in my apartment where like, you know, there was no other way where that would come from randomly and just like sometimes I'll sit in my car and I 
like it'll be like completely normal or I'll even be kind of sad and then I'll just feel like an overwhelming feeling of peace and like joy and those are the times where I'm like I know this is you yeah so when you have that acknowledge it he he wants you to know that it is him and that you can spend time with him in different ways. Like you can connect with his energy, even just through your imagination, right? Of like closing your eyes and seeing yourself giving him a hug or even kind of just closing your eyes, imagining that you're spending time with him and any questions that you have about your own life or about anything from the past or the future, you can write down those questions and just ask him to bring in the answers. Mm -hmm. He keeps saying that your egoic mind works with you in a way where you wonder like, if everything's going to come together the way that you want it to in the future. And he's like, can we just talk about this? <laughs> he's like, I need her to know that she's going to have that family that she wants one day. She's going to have, you know, that partner that she wants one day. And do you plan on living like in the Chicagoland area when you get done, like moving back up here? Yeah. So I plan on, working in the city for a few years and then once maybe I like start a family moving out to the suburbs yeah because that's exactly what he keeps showing me and do you want to like work for other people right off the bat but then only use it to get the experience you need to open up your own practice because yes. he keeps showing me like this building with your name you know like just <laughs> signifying like that is coming that is happening yes that's exactly what I want to do yeah, that's perfect. Because he keeps flashing this. So we obviously didn't get to all of it before, but the LGBTQ sign, is there somebody who you're like, I would like to have this practice with, or there's like somebody from the LGBTQ plus community that you're friends with that like you would have a co-business, you know, kind of partnership? What is that? I don't know. That's hard to say. Because he keeps tying that sign, the LGBTQ plus logo, in with your work. I don't know, because none of my LGBTQ friends are specifically in, like, mental health practice right now. Okay. But a lot of them do live in Chicago. Okay. So maybe it's just something that you're going to work with or maybe specialize and have a specialty where people come to the practice. There's somebody that can help specifically mm -hmm. for, for them. Who's the girlfriend who lives in Chicago that you're planning on living with when you get out of school? Because I keep seeing you rooming with somebody. Mm. I don't know because I was planning on moving with like Chase. Okay. Which I'm sure there's going to be some girls in there too, yes. but I'm not for sure. That's okay. That's perfect. He's your girlfriend. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yes. He's so excited about that because when you said it, he circled it. <laughs> know that that is so happening. He's really excited. He said, don't go for the first apartment that you guys see. He keeps saying, like, wait for the apartment that you really love. Okay. Yeah. Because he's like, there's more out there than you think that there is. Yeah. He was always the good apartment hunter. Oh, so for real? I, I'm the one that would see, like, 
I'd be like, perfect, I'm sold. So Get out of here. I can totally see him saying that. That's perfect. Yeah, because he wants you to be like in the right location and he keeps showing me like this apartment with a lot of light that's close to the lake where like it, you have your piece with it mm-hmm. as well. And he keeps showing me close to work. So those three things he wants you to hone in on that okay. lots of light. Okay. Yeah. Friends, I've got a few announcements. This month's winner of the drawing is Rebecca Nagel, who gets one free session with me. Email me a screenshot of your five-star positive review on Apple Podcasts for your chance to win next month. Details are in the show notes. Friends, in the Angel Membership, I'm teaching a new course on finding your soul's purpose. Why is your soul here? What is your path forward? You'll connect with your Seraphim Angels, Seraphina, Archangel Raziel, and more to find your answers, create a roadmap plan, and feel confident about your soul's purpose. Take this course live in May 2021 or any time in the future by signing up for the Angel Membership today. The Angel Membership guides you through every step of your spiritual awakening and provides a private community of like-minded souls. Also, a new class of the Angel Reiki School begins on May 1st. Join this separate program to develop your unique spiritual gifts and become an Angel Reiki Master. Friends, I'm still offering private readings. To book one, sign up for our weekly Angel email. Once a month, you'll get an email that contains a link to book your session online. One more thing, I am loving spending time with you live and answering your questions on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. Follow me over there and on YouTube for tons of new content. Thanks so much for your support and sharing this podcast with your people. When it comes to spending time with him too, he keeps talking about this and wanting you to know, you know, when little like moms have little kids and the little kids are like, mom, 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 and the mom's not like paying attention. So they keep saying it. That's a lot of times how spirit is with us on the other side. Like they're sending a sign here, dropping a sign here, over here and over here. And we're like, what is going on? I've got the busiest day. And they're like, yeah, "Yeah, I know. I'm trying to communicate something to you that like you need to know. We have to find a way to just pause and be like, deep breath in, deep breath out. Okay, I am connected spirit. What do you want me to know? And a thought will come through. And the more you practice this, it'll be like, boom. I need you to know that your daughter needs you at this time. Okay, got it. Now you can go on with the rest of your day. But when you feel like you're getting, you know, the red lights one after another or the signs one after another, it's for a reason. And he said, I need you to just pause, tap in, and then continue like on your your day. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. He does that to you a lot. (laughs) Yeah, and I always say like, Obviously, right now with all that I'm in, like my schedule is crazy. And I say it all the time like, I feel like I never stop to acknowledge things. And I was just talking to my friend last night about like different signs that I have seen and noticed. 
but that just right now I feel like I'm not picking up on them because I'm moving so fast and I don't sit and take those moments. Amazing. I mean, that's exactly what he just said. Yes, 100%. Are you, do you get hard on yourself too when it comes to your schoolwork? Because he's like, you're doing a great job. Would you tell her she's doing a great job? He also shows me like, are you mentoring other students or like working with them? Because I feel like there's a couple of things that he needs you to know here. One is he keeps saying like, you go above and beyond to spend time with people and then you get completely drained and he said you know boundaries but you don't know how to set boundaries yeah that's completely true and I it's crazy because I say that all the time like my schedule's so tight right now that if I have like an evening or a couple hours or whatever I have to do something like extravagant with it like go drive and see my dad or go over to my mom's or go see my friends or do something. And I don't, I feel guilty for sitting at home and taking like self-care time or saying no to people. Like, just like he said, like, I can't set those boundaries and like, yeah, I never take time for myself. Okay. He said, you're burning yourself out. Mm -hmm. And he said, you can't do this for forever. Okay. He said, you have to find a way being okay with giving yourself rest and rest is just sometimes not having anything to do, not allowing your brain to continue thinking, oh, I've got this on the to-do list or what am I going to do about this next year or this big project? You're stopping yourself from thinking to just enjoy and be present in the moment and just rest. He said, you're going to burn yourself out if you don't learn to bring this in. So he said, I need you to take this from the back burner in your mind and I need you to make it a top priority. He said, it's okay to say no. It's okay to love yourself and it's okay. He just said not to know what that means yet. It's almost like you need some time to do different things of just resting to figure out like, this is the way that I like to rest. I like to do this or I like to do this. He's like, you're not doing it because you don't like it and you don't enjoy it. But he said, if you tried different things, you would. Yeah. And especially like, I feel like in our relationship, I latched on to basically everything he liked to do and so whenever he passed away I was like what do I like to do you know I didn't know anything that I enjoyed doing by myself and that's definitely still something that I struggle with of knowing you know trying new things like and I think I have tried a couple things and tried to get to know that but I still haven't given myself the time to truly find things that I like doing for myself. Yeah. So know that he's working with you on that. He's kind of coming back around. He's pointing to the gentleman that was standing next to him. He's also younger. feel like he passed before his time. And he kind of holds his head down as well and kind of has his hand over his face a little bit. Did he pass from suicide as well? Yeah. Okay. He comes in standing right next to Cody. Now, did his friend pass first? Yes. Because he keeps saying, did you feel like he gave Cody the idea that Cody wouldn't have done it unless he did? I've always felt like with Cody, 
it was going to happen no matter what. Like, it was going to happen inevitably. But I feel like with Charlie's passing, it put it in his head that it was going or that it was an option and that it was like a possibility. Okay. I need people listening to understand this because I know what you're saying from working with so many different people. And this is a really hard thing to even talk about, right? But there are people who have been through so much in their lives that I've worked with different moms who have said, Julie, I have just had to resign myself to the fact that I did everything that I could. I was there for this person in every single way that I could be, and it still wasn't good enough. It's still not enough, and they're not making the changes. I think a lot of people from the outside looking in feel like, well, why don't people just step up and why don't they do this and why don't they do that? And they said, you know, Charlie and Cody are there saying, what do other people want you to do? Like we have our own free will and we chose not to work through different things and not to, it. and they said it was so heavy. We didn't Mm -hmm. know how and we felt like we were going to be in this pain for forever. Yeah. They come through showing me this energy that I really haven't seen before, but I almost feel like the energy between them was almost like brothers. Yeah, they were best friends. I mean, like called each other every night. And what I really valued about Charlie was that I felt like Cody had a lot of friends that were kind of the surface level friends, but Charlie was one that would text me and check in on Cody and text him every day and FaceTime him and really cared about how he was doing. Yeah, because Charlie says nobody thought that I was going to pass. No, it was a surprise. And we had plans with him for New Year's. Yeah. I'm so, so sorry, Mercedes, because this is just so hard. And it's so much more like complex than than just taking, you know, 55 minutes on I feel like we could talk about this for 24 hours yeah what they keep saying is that both of them had this severe just pain within them and that they both show me that they did try they said Julie it wasn't that we didn't try they said we lived with this pain for so long and we worked with so many different people we really truly thought that it was never going to go away yeah and i think that that's especially true for charlie i know that he i've talked with his mom and i know that he had like diagnosed mental illness and that he was trying to get help but it was just hard for him to stay getting help and to take medication and to keep up with it and like go to therapy and like do what he needed to get better. So, and with Cody, I think that he always, he didn't know how to get the help he needed, I guess. And he didn't want to be a burden to others. 
Well, let me ask you about this because they keep showing me the word expectations, like big and huge. And they go, Julie, we didn't get it. They were like, if we had just known what our lives were going to be like in 10 years and that we really didn't have to deal with the bullshit of all of these people's opinions and standards. Yeah and what they wanted for us, that we really had the free will to choose what we wanted to do in our lives and take our lives in the direction that we wanted to go. He said, we, we didn't know. Yeah. No. And he said, all of the expectations of others on us that we ended up putting on ourselves, he said, they were so heavy. Yeah. He said, I want everybody listening right now to know that look at your life 10 years from now. He said, what you're doing within your work, Mercedes, and what you're going to do within your work is show people how to undo other people's expectations and teach people how to feel into their own energy more, understand themselves better so that they can have that clear picture of, oh my God, this is what my life looks like. This is what I want to do. This is the direction. Because both Charlie and Cody, they come in like these brotherly twins with like very, very similar energies. And they go, you can do anything you want to do. He's like this, you know, despite how you're grown up, despite, you know, all of these different things, he said, you can truly in this lifetime do whatever it is you want to do. And this is something that spirit shows in sessions time and time again. They will always say, yes, God has a will for your life, but that gets you like 50%, right? To the middle. And then the other 50% is what you want. And together that is co-creation. What what it is that you're going to do. And I work with so many people who feel so stuck and I'll work with them, you know, for a couple of sessions or maybe even six sessions to really go deep into what is their purpose? Because they'll say, I don't know. I don't know what I want to do. And I feel like they had this energy and what they want you to know is that it can't be outside of you. It's like within your heart. And as soon as you go, oh, I have these past experiences, these are my passions, and I'm going to take that to help people on earth in this way. This is my mission here. Hold on to that, and you you go in that direction. That becomes this train of force that moves and propels your life. And they said, we wish we would have known that. And they said, Mercedes, they've like got so much energy coming through. They're like, you're going to help so many people. Yeah. It's, I obviously know more for Cody's side because I tried to help him through that, but that was like, whenever I make a list of why and why I don't have any questions is because expectations is always the biggest thing. He got kicked out of U of I and didn't feel, didn't tell anybody, didn't tell his family. And then every time we would go and see them, it was always, oh, how is U of I? What's your GPA? Especially with his dad. It was, that was the biggest person that put expectations on him. And I remember just seeing like the looks on his face whenever you talk to his dad and it was just never good enough. And that's why... I would get frustrated with him 
just because I wanted him to see how capable he was of everything and he could do anything he wanted and what all those other people said didn't matter. And I always wish he just saw that in himself. Yeah. He wants to thank you for being the friend that you were to him. He said nothing that you could have done could have gotten through to me. He said you did everything in your power. And he said there were people in my family too and surrounding me who did everything that they could as well. He said, I just wish that I would have known it was my right to choose the direction I wanted to go. And he really encourages everybody listening that if you see yourself in any of this, one, get yourself the help that you need and talk to somebody, but two, daydream about what it is that you want to do and specifically how you want to help serve people here on earth. And if you can really attach to that, it'll propel you and drive you in that direction. You know, nonprofit organizations, they have a mission statement, one sentence that sums up all the work that they do. And I really believe that every single person needs their own mission statement. This is why I'm here. This is what I'm doing. So that when that egoic mind comes in, and it does for all of us, we can really anchor into that value and that mission statement within ourselves. He's excited for you because he's taking this like future vision statement and tying it to your future. He's like, there's so much amazing stuff coming. Like you living in the city and you having a good time. And he's like, your career is going to be part of your life lesson to teach you not to self-doubt and not to limit yourself. Because he goes, Mercedes, you can take this so much further than you even realize. He shows me you kind of creating different courses, programs, books, and and speaking to large audiences. He's like, there's so much work for you to do here. And he said, there isn't a day that goes by that I won't be there helping. That's great to hear. And I know I can feel him even like right now. I can feel his presence here. Yeah. Yeah. I want to just thank you for taking this time to be here today. And yeah, just thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me and giving me this insight that I definitely love to hear and I need to hear. Thank you. Beautiful souls, I'm so excited to announce that my book on angels and how they're working miracles in your life will be available on Amazon fall of 2021. If you're listening on or after fall of 2021, check it out. Friends, if you'd like to work with me each week, my angel membership program is perfect for you. You can join at any time and you get access to past courses. In 2021, I'll be teaching you about a new topic each month. We started the year in February with a course on oneness and raising your vibration. March is angel communication, how to hear your angels. April is trusting your intuition. May is knowing your soul's purpose. 
June is working with Archangel Raphael to learn self-energy healing techniques and Chakras 101. July is rewriting the stories you've been holding on to. August is all about rewiring your mind to move past blocks. September is energetically working through ancestral trauma. October is working with your inner child and Archangel Michael. November is a guide to being an empath. Then we're rounding out the year with a course in December that helps you connect with your loved ones on the other side to help you deepen your personal connection with them. And in January 2022, we'll be back with a whole new course on manifestation and co-creation. You get all of this live group access to me, two new pre-recorded Reiki healings, an advance notice to book a session with me when you're an angel member. Sign up for the angel membership anytime. If you're listening in 2022, please know that we're planning to add new content each month. For details and to sign up, view the show notes below. Friends, the only thing that's not included in the angel membership right now is the Angel Reiki School, where you learn to develop your unique spiritual gifts. Whereas the angel membership is about your awakening journey and your personal spiritual growth, the Angel Reiki School, on the other hand, certifies you as an Angel Reiki Master Teacher and teaches you the art of energy healing and bringing through messages for your clients. Friends, if you're feeling called to the Angel Reiki School, it's because the souls you're here to help on earth, well, they're omnipresent piece of them. You know, they're higher selves on the other side. That's what's behind you, pushing you, fueling you to become who you're meant to be. Because when you do, they know your work will shift the trajectory of their life here. That's what I mean when I say you have big, big purpose in this lifetime. A new class of the Angel Reiki School starts on the first of each month. Speaking of the Angel Reiki School, we're going to need about 800 volunteers this year. We select volunteers from people who've written a five-star positive review and emailed us a copy. That way, we have a way of contacting you for your free volunteer session. Many of you have asked if I'm still booking sessions, and the answer to that is yes. I love, love, love my sessions with you. We have a new system where we send out an email once a month with a link to my calendar for you to book online. It's really easy. All you have to do is sign up to be on my email list on my website, theangelmedium.com. I've been spending a ton of time going live with you on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook, and I'm having a blast with it. Join me over on social and our newly launched YouTube channel for tons of new content, teaching videos, and actual video footage of these podcast episodes. Friends, from the bottom of my heart, thank you so, so much for being part of this community and listening to this show. 
I truly feel that this is your show and the angel's show, and I just feel so blessed to be a part of it. You're the most supportive community a podcaster could have. I pray for you every day. If you have a special prayer request, you can submit it through my website homepage and I'll be praying for you personally. Now for the oneness meditation, which is the last five minutes of every episode. And as you do this meditation, you'll raise your vibration and the vibration of the planet. Friends, what I want you to do is to just get into a relaxed position. Uh, If you are driving, operating machinery, need to concentrate, then this meditation is not for you. But anyone who is able to focus their attention on it, please join me. Friends, I want you to start by taking a deep breath in and a deep breath out. And I want you to imagine that your socks, your shoes are off and that your bare feet are able to connect with the soil of the earth. And down through the bottom, the soles of your feet are these large roots that go down far and wide into the earth. Those roots go down far and wide, anchoring you into the earth as if you were a tree yourself. And up through those roots comes this beautiful, yummy, tingly energy. It begins to tingle at the tip of your toes. I want you to allow this yummy, tingly energy to just dance up over your feet, around your ankles. Feel this yummy, tingly energy as it moves up over your calves, your shins, all the way up to your knees. Feel this energy at your knees and allow it to move up the thighs, the hamstrings all the way up to the sides of the hips. I want you to allow this energy to move from the hips up to the base of your spine, the base of your stomach. And I want you to feel this energy as it climbs up the spine and the stomach all the way up until it reaches your heart. to 10 feet or higher 
friends, you might feel like there's a string above your head lifting you up towards the sky. You might feel an airy floatiness. You might feel an expansive spaciousness. What I want you to do from here is imagine that there is this large opening at the crown of your head. It's the size of a cereal bowl, right? And I want you to imagine that it extends upwards towards heaven and that God sends this loving, peace-filled oneness energy. It's love, it's joy, it's peace, it's bliss, it's ease, it's grace. And God just sends this energy through the crown of your head. It moves through your head, down through your neck, down through your shoulders, and it starts to pool, this God energy starts to pool around your heart, within your heart. And I just want you to feel that for a moment. And I want you to just tap in and notice. I want you to notice that your heart, your physical heart, is one with your body. And I want you to notice that your heart and your body are one with the air surrounding you. because you seeing them in detail is the exact same thing as you going to them on the other side, knocking on their door, asking them to spend time with you. They love you so incredibly much. They want to spend time with you. They want to develop that relationship with you. When they're there, you're here. I know it's different, but you can still have that beautiful, incredible relationship. 
all of these beings, your angels, your guides, your loved ones on the other side, they form your spirit team who's always working to guide you, direct you, protect you. Friends, what I want you to do is just take some time with them right here, right now. What they want you to know is that they are working with you all the time. What they want you to know is that they are sending you signs and symbols to show you that they're next to you. Friends, they ask you to see that they are bringing in gift after gift after gift through your heart chakra to bless your life with miracles. Friends, it's your job to remain open, to believe, and to trust that they are working miracles in your life. Friends, I love you. They love you so incredibly much. Stay open and know, believe, trust, have faith. Know like you know like you know that they are working with you always. See you here next time. Have a blessed day.